concept that I like is finding ways to future-proof people's income. What can we do? What actions can we take to help people future-proof their income, be they either younger or older? Welcome to Getting Money Right, a show dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom through education and inspiration so that you can be free to pursue your true life's purpose. We are your hosts, David Thompson and Leo Sabo, and in today's episode of Getting Money Right, we're talking to author Harry Stout. First off, Harry, welcome back to the program. Glad you're here. David, glad to be with you and Leo today. Always my pleasure. Awesome. Well, uh, Harry is a well-known author of a number of books in what we call the Financial Verse. And Harry actually has a website called financialverse.com where he talks about the universe of finances. He talks about money across all spectrums. And so first off, go check out the Financial Verse or financialverse.com. But in today's episode, uh, we've been going through a series of interviewing Harry on each of the books that he's come out with over the last couple uh, months and years. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about a brand new book that he just wrote called Today's Annuity Products, a tool to create protected lifetime income. Now, Harry specifically has over 20 years of experience in the annuity business. So this is something that he understands the inside and the outside of every component and aspect of what annuities are, how they work, where they would fit for some people and where they wouldn't fit for others, and if there are specific uses for them in this season, in, in this unique economic place that we find ourselves with the pandemic. And so first off, Harry, welcome back. For our listeners who might not be familiar with you, I'm going to tell them, go back and listen to the other episodes that we've done on the financial verse and on the books that you've written. But do you want to give a brief update on things you've been working on and what your background is, Harry? I, again, at this stage or this stage of my life, I'm a personal finance author. I write the financial verse books and content. I spent about 30 years in the global financial services market. And as you've mentioned, I spent over 20 years in the annuity side of the business uh, as the chief marketing officer or chief executive officer of some of the nation's largest annuity companies. And lastly, I'm at the stage of my life where I'm looking to share my knowledge to help others improve their financial lives. In our country today, we need more financial literacy. So how can we help people do that? And that's why I'm doing what I do. That's awesome. Well, Harry, we are really impressed with everything that you've done, over, especially over the last year or two. Uh, you've written several books. I know you've got a couple more coming. And uh, you are a content writing uh, machine right now, uh, which we love because you're, you're sharing so much of your wealth and knowledge over the years. And, and I know this is going to be a benefit both to us, our listeners, and anyone else that comes across your content. So uh, great job on all of that. All right. So let's talk about what's top of mind for you. We're in a unique um, season. Uh, financially, economically, um, socially, and every other way. And obviously that always touches our finances, what's happening in our world. So uh, what's top of mind for you right now? For me, as I look at the pandemic this last year and uh, the situation we've had to deal with and, and, and that's, that whole terrible impact on our society, I've had two areas I've focused on, Leo. I've been looking at ways to improve the after-tax cash flow of people to help them with their cash income. And then also, what can they do to save money on expenses? Really basics, income and expenses. And the concept that I like is finding ways to future-proof 
people's income? What can we do? What actions can we take to help people future-proof their income, be they either younger or older? Today, we'll talk more of towards the 50 and above, uh, if you will, demographic. That's to your typical annuity buyer, but that's what we'll look at today. That's great, Harry. So as Leo and I talk to people, and we're, we're always talking to people about finances and what's going on in their world, and we're hearing a lot of different things in the pandemic. People are, are starting to think about things that they've never thought about before. They're starting to plan uh, further ahead. They're starting to realize that they need their emergency fund, that, that there are pieces of their finances that we're missing that they want to put in. So what have you seen in this season about how people are thinking differently about money now, given the pandemic and COVID-19 and everything that's going on? Yeah, David, I think that uh, you've hit on something there. And, and I know you and Leo in your, in your podcast talk about seasons. But I'll tell you, I think what's happened, if you will, uh, what's happened is that we've had a great money reset. The pandemic has really forced people to have to look at their financial lives differently than they've looked at them before. And if you look at that, we've got lower interest rates. Uh, I'm going to say something that some, a lot of people in your audience may not agree with, but I think we're going to see likely higher income taxes, property taxes, estate taxes, because our society is going to have to find some way of paying for all this stimulus spending. The bill's going to come due at some point. Uh, got low interest rates. People have to refinance debt. Uh, I think two th key things come to mind for me as you look at this reset. One, money is a much more precious commodity than it's ever, be ever been for people, and, and that's a reality. And then secondly, because of the situation we find ourselves in, with, especially with low interest rates, people are going to have to take steps to increase their savings, to offset expected lower future returns. So uh, it's a lot of pressure on people in terms of what they need to do. Yeah. I can't agree with you more, Harry, on the likelihood of taxes going up and not just a, a small percent, but a pretty impressive percentage point in my mind. I'm looking at everything that the government is spending. I'm looking at Social Security. I'm looking at all these programs that the government has in place. And then I'm hearing the new administration talk about uh, funding more college programs, funding more scholarships, uh, deleting old debts. Now they're talking about it. None of that's been done. None of that is, you know, officially in the works, but the communication coming from the, the leadership of the country is we want to make things easier on, on folks, um, financially in some places, but that is going to have to be paid for by taxes. You, the, the government can't give money away or can't uh, ship out trillions of dollars and spend trillions of dollars without having those trillions of dollars come in somewhere else. So I absolutely believe that we're headed for higher taxes. And I honestly think that probably right now today is some of the lowest taxes that we will see for decades to come. Now, I could be wrong. Uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But I would just anticipate they're going to keep going up. And so everything that I'm doing right now personally is if I can do a Roth IRA where I pay taxes today in these low rates and not have to pay taxes in retirement, I'm taking advantage of it. If I can find places to save on taxes in the future by bringing some of that stuff, that cost into today's dollars, I'm doing that. I'm paying extra today so I won't have to pay those taxes in the future. And any, any strategy that's out there, I'm looking at. 
anything that I can do to say, okay, what are the ways that I help reduce my future taxable income? I lower my adjusted gross income. Anything I can do setting it up today to be ready for that in the future is important. So, so you're here to talk about annuities, Harry, and I'm interested. I love learning about different strategies. How can annuities help with that? How do, how do annuities, uh, and I'm not just talking about taxes, although I want you to spend some time on that, but, but how do annuities fit into our general lives and how do they help people financially? What are they? Sure. And, and, and let's, we'll, we'll talk through that in a couple of different steps. I, first off, answering your questions, how, your question, how can annuities help? When you, when you look at annuities, they're a tool. And I want to make sure this is clear to your audience, a tool. I'm not saying everyone should have an annuity. I'm not saying everyone should use an annuity. They are a tool to be used as you look at in your financial planning and, and the, the actions that people take. I happen to think it's a, an underutilized tool, by the way. But what annuities can do is they can help individuals address financial risk in their life. And primarily by providing guaranteed protected lifetime income. Now, the, the word guarantee is real important because there are very few places where you can go and get a guaranteed income today. And, and it is interesting. Now, one, one other point, David, I think it's it just uh, uh, to kind of set the scene for, for your audience. You know, most everyone who works today owns an annuity. They may not realize it, but they do. And, and that annuity is their Social Security retirement benefit that kicks in later on. They own an inflation-adjusted stream of income, and most people can't wait to collect that, right? They can't wait to grab onto it. But actually, people are maybe are more familiar with annuities than they think they are because they all own one. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about what do annuities actually do? How do they work? You know, first off, they're an insurance product, and that's really important. They're an insurance product. And what happens is purchasers give the insurance company cash in exchange for benefits. So it's a simple exchange, cash for benefits. Annuities go back, Leo, to Roman times. Mm -hmm. uh, if, you, if you do the research, you'll find that uh, uh, Roman soldiers, when they retired, used to receive an annua or annuity payments uh, at the time of their retirement from military service. Basically, annuities have two phases, if you will, accumulation and payout. Now, we'll talk about that in the course of uh, our, our conversation today and ex expand on that more. And in our, in our country today, about a trillion, a quarter of a trillion is, of annuities are sold a year, about 250 billion, been that way for the last decade. So not insignificant. It's a, wow. it's, yeah. it's a product that a lot of people buy. And their annuities are sold by life insurance companies. Life insurance companies are regulated by the states that which they operate for their solvency, for the products that they offer, and so on. So, you know, this is a large market. These are products that are issued by insurance companies, highly regulated. Yeah. Well, I'm interested because you said this is an insurance product, which means that it's tied to an insurance company. Uh, there are huge insurance companies uh, all around the world. I, I used to work in the insurance industry. I was a, a, I would call myself a vendor. I was the marketing manager for a forensic engineering company. So it, it's totally different than the financial insurance in, industry. It's more on the property and casualty side. But we would send out experts to investigate major losses. Uh, you know, total loss fires. Um, tornadoes that rip buildings apart, vehicles that got in accidents on the road. But I'm saying this to say I'm very familiar with the insurance world, both in a financial side and in a property and casualty side. And I know that these insurance companies are very stable. 
but I am interested in, you talked about how it's regulated by the government because somebody has to keep an eye on these insurance companies to make sure that when they say the word guaranteed financial income, guaranteed income for the rest of your life, that they can actually uphold that. So what are some of the safety things that are put in place by the government? It's regulated, but what are some of the things that help make that guarantee legitimate? Because there are other companies that go out of business. And there's even been insurance companies that have gone out of business over time. Uh, my interactions with the insurance world is it's a very stable world. But, but you've been really deep in this, even in a career, Harry. I'm interested on, on that just for a moment. If you'll step over there into what are some of the things that the state requires these companies to do to make sure that that guarantee stays solid? Well, that's that's a great question, David, because that's that's important. It's really important. Now, I was I've been a president and chief executive officer of of life insurance companies. So you are regulated for the solvency. So you have to have capital. When you say insurance products, the insurance company has to put up capital reserves. Its investments are restricted in terms of what they can invest in. Uh, it has to go through certain operational constraints, certain operational controls. All of the products that it offers to consumers have to be approved by the states in which those products are sold. So there's an umbrella, if you will, or a wrapper of these key actions that the companies must comply with in order to be in business. And it's substantial. So it's different than just an investment where the investment risk, if you will, for the or, or the risk of the, pro of the product is with the consumer. In this case, the, the life insurance company is the key financial entity behind all the products offered. And uh, those are the key aspects that it must comply with to be in the business and to support these products. Yeah, that's, that's really good. I mean, this is something that I think everyone thinks about. You know, if I'm going to invest in something, what's the chance that I'm going to get uh, my investment? So obviously uh, that regulation is really, really important. So Harry, let's start digging into what an annuity is, what are the benefits, uh, start digging into that so we can understand them much better. All right, I'm gonna highlight certain key benefits for your audience today. And the first off, these products come with tax deferral. Now, David's concerned about paying taxes on an immediate basis. With an annuity, any earnings from the annuity contract are not paid until such time as they are withdrawn from the contract. And that's a benefit that, um, Congress and Congress has given these products going back a long, long time. And the reason for that is these products were put in place by Congress to help people accumulate money so that they could generate a supplemental source of, of income in retirement. So they've gotten the tax benefit. And with the tax benefit, there are certain restrictions. Every time Congress give us, they'll always put some restriction on them. And we'll talk right. about that today. But, but first off, they have tax deferral, which is significant for people. Again, they're insurance products. Many of the products, and there are, I'll talk about six types of annuities for you today. They're all understandable, by the way, but many of them come with principal protection. So you, there's no fear of you losing your principal, if you will. Many of the products that you can, you can buy as many of them as you want or put as much into the annuity products, unlimited contributions for certain of the products. You can swap one annuity for another tax-free. They avoid probate, which is important in, in many situations. They are, I, I look at annuities as a medium to longer term 
product that you buy. They're not checking accounts, if you will. So if you're, you, you don't want to buy annuity if you need the cash tomorrow. That's not, that's not appropriate. It's not suitable. But annuities do come with the ability to access cash in emergencies when they're needed. And we'll talk more about that today, but they do have the ability to get cash. You can get cash out, but they're not liquid. And that's a key issue for a lot of people. You don't want to buy one of these products if you need the money tomorrow. It's not suitable. It's not appropriate. Going back to some of the concepts that, that David brought up, they're an offset to longevity risk. I mean, one of the greatest fears we all have is living too long and running out of money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you can get something that someone's going to guarantee to pay you for your life, that's pretty powerful. And, and protects you against one of the major risks that you face. And as we all get healthier, you know, today's 70-year-old is, uh, is the 50-year-old the of my youth. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you see people, you know, people are in great shape today. They're, they're going to live longer. And I don't know about the two of you. I've actually won the genetic jackpot. My family, we all live into the mid-90s to 100. I've got that. I had to plan that way. And uh, I have other friends who will tell me, Harry, we all go early. So I don't want to, that's not something I'm really concerned about, but that's, a, that's another conversation. Products also come with death benefits. That's important for people to, you need to know there's a death benefit in an annuity. And then recently in the last decade, insurance companies have added a variety of other benefits to uh, consumer benefits to annuities to make them meaningful. They've added nursing home benefits. Certain products will offer long-term care benefits where uh, the contracts, uh, the annuity contracts provide a long-term care benefit that people can use. Again, all part of longevity planning, planning for longer lifespans. And there are some recent benefits that have been added too to protect people in case they, they come down with a terminal illness and they need to get the money out of their contract. Most annuities today will allow them to get that money out without any sort of penalty, any sort of charge. So there are significant benefits to annuity contracts. There's also, and we'll talk a little bit later, there are also minuses. There's always pluses and minuses. And what it is, it's up to the consumer to balance those and decide if the benefits exceed the negatives, if you will, in a contract. And that's what I try to do in my books is help educate people so they can understand pluses and minuses and see what fits best for them. Yeah, that's great. So I'm interested in, you know, you've got all these different benefits and I'd love for us to even talk through some some examples of good situations where people would use these benefits and where it makes sense for somebody to jump into one of these. But before we go into some of that kind of thing, what are some of the types of annuities that are out there? And this gets a little complex to me because there's so many different options <laughs> that I'm intrigued is just what, what on the, on the front line, what are the basics? What are the types? I think, I think David, what you can do is look at it in two ways. Dif different types of annuities really get back to how do they earn interest? How do they earn a return? Number one. And then number two, when do payments start? under the annuity contract. So if you look at it as how does it earn, how does the contract earn interest and when does it pay out? So an example would be a fixed annuity. Fixed annuity is, 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 is what it is. There's a fixed return, 2% a year. That's the return you get on your money. Now for a lot of people that might be great because they take a portion of their assets, say their, their assets that they want, the safe money assets, the, their fixed return assets, and they could put it into a product and maybe 2% is a great return for them. That's what they want given that stage in their life. That's a fixed annuity. Then there's a variable annuity where the return is based on a basket of stocks and bonds and funds that are offered by the insurance company. There the investments risk or the return on that 
is something that the policy owner decides, but that's their choice. So they might be a lot, maybe they have a, a higher risk appetite and they're saying, look, I don't want a fixed return. Maybe I, I want to see a variable return. I'm willing to take the exposure to the stock markets and the equity markets. And that's what a variable annuity does. And then in the last couple of years, we've got something new called a buffered annuity which is a kind of a mixture between a variable annuity and a fixed. And what it does is simply says, here, if you want to put your money into certain equity-related options, you'll then have a limited downside. Maybe you'll absorb the first 10% of losses that take place in the marketplace because, you know, we haven't seen a big, well, we saw, saw it early in 2020 where we saw the markets go down in that, in that March-April time frame and then, and then recover. Right. But you know, if you, but if you're if you're 60 years old and you have a 30 percent correction to the equities, uh, the equities that you hold, sometimes you can't recover that. So you need to protect your downside, and that's really what a buffered or structured annuity does. Then there's another product called a fixed indexed annuity, which the rate of return is tied to an index, an external index, S&P 500, Dow 30, uh, maybe some foreign market indices. Then there are another type, the, the fifth type, if you will, is an immediate income annuity. That's where you give the insurance company, say, $50,000, and then next month you start getting $200 a month for the rest of your life. An immediate annuity, immediate income. And then, all, then there are products that are deferred income annuities, and there are a variety of these. And for instance, uh, David, you're a young man, and, and you, maybe you buy your deferred income annuity, but you do it with the objective of not claiming income till you're 75. Sure. Some will allow you to wait up to age 85. Hmm. And all you're doing is you're putting, a, 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 if you will, some money aside to protect you for those. If you live a very great life and, and, and you're well into your 80s and 90s, you want to make sure you have income. So there's six different types. Dif they come with you know, different interest crediting strategies, different payout options, and different fee schedules. You'll, you'll, we'll talk about objections of fees. And a lot of people say, oh, annuities, high fees. Oh, it's terrible. Well, in today's world, there are products with no fees, and there are other products with fees. It's really in, incumbent on the consumer to decide if the fee is worth the benefit that they're getting. Right, right. So this is interesting. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned Social Security earlier, and it sounds like Social Security almost fits into that deferred income annuity uh, kind of fit, only instead of it being a one-time lump sum investment of $50,000 or $100,000, instead every month or every two weeks, whatever it is, the government takes a little bit out of your paycheck and is basically buying a deferred income annuity in a way because they're saying you're not going to get this income until you're some, somewhere between 62 and 70, depending on what you choose. So it's deferring the income. So I just want to put some numbers behind this. So if, it, if there was, uh, if I had $100,000 and I was going to buy an annuity, a fixed income annuity, then there would be a fixed percentage rate that's on that. So it could be 2%, could be 3%, could be higher, lower. I don't know what the numbers are, but a fixed income would be, I spend $100,000 today and then every year or however I decide to structure it, I get 2%. So next year I get $2,000. The next year I get $2,000. The next year I get $2,000. Um, is that accurate or am I, am I a little off on that? No, I think you're right. You'd, it, it would compound. So your first oh, yeah. year you'd have 100,000 plus 2% interest, 102,000. The next year could be 2% on the 102,000 it would grow. But yes, and that might be fine for some people because they're, they're looking at the fixed portion of their investments. Right. And, and if they can get that, that's fine. The insurance companies offer different interest rate guarantees. Some of the yep. time it's a one year, 
that you can buy oh, up to 10 years. You can buy one to 10. So there's, there's a variety of different interest accumulation periods, yep. different payout periods you can buy. And so it's, um, in many ways, the fixed income products have characteristics that are similar to certificates of deposit, which a lot of people are familiar with. Yeah. And most, I'm guessing most of those fixed annuities would have uh, some kind of guarantee that the capital doesn't go away or the hundred thousand. Would that be where you've, you've given that money to the insurance company and now they have the hundred thousand, but they pay you that fixed percent or does that 100,000 it's, you've paid it to them, but do you still maintain some kind of guarantee that's going to put that back in your pocket one day? Or is it just for the rest of your life? You're getting that too, to whatever percent is, is in the contract. And I know we're getting detailed. I'm just, I'm, I'm putting some numbers for our people a little bit. Sure. Let me help you. Um, there are products where you buy that you get a one year interest guarantee or a 10 year interest guarantee. 10 year today, you might be able to buy, get two and a half or 3% for 10 years. For some people that might be a great return given the 10 year treasury at, uh, you know, at around a, a 1%. Right. So that might be well. So they decide that's what they want to do. So that, that accumulates at that. So that's their choice. They yeah. might want a three-year, a five-year. There's a variety of – that's why you have to work with a financial professional once your needs are established. And, and for instance, if you're looking for maybe a, ret uh, a return higher than other fixed income options that are available, annuity might work. If, you, if you're looking for to, – to, to, if you will, take that accumulation and shelter it from taxes because you've got tax deferral, annuity could work for you. That's good. So, Harry, let's let's talk about potentially two different questions here, but I think I related. One is who should buy annuities and why would they buy it? Yeah, I, I, Leo, I think first off, you're, you're buying an annuity because you've, you know, you've got some risk you're looking to protect against, primarily longevity risk. Mm -hmm. people, typically, people will buy annuities to generate a supplemental flow of, retire, of, of income when they stop working full time. Now, they have the option as to when they trigger that income, when they decide to take it. So say someone, uh, in David's prior example, someone works at age 62, they've got money in their annuity, they want to start claiming income at age 62, they can do that. Others may say, you know, I'm going to work till I'm 70. And I, and I want to start using my annuity proceeds at age 70. I'll tell the two of you, I, I'm, I eat my own cooking. I've got, I have products that I've designed to kick in when I'm age 75. And I, in, in my income planning, I've designed, they're accumulating now and they'll pay out at age 75. So again, protecting against longevity risk is the key that, and generating supplemental income. For many people, it's interesting when you explain an annuity to people, sometimes they don't like the word lifetime, the, the phrase lifetime income. Instead, they like the phrase lifetime spending. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to spend, if you will, for my life. And, and what, that's what annuities do. They give you the cash to fund your, your costs of living. Now, with, with any financial product, you don't want to put 100% of your assets into an annuity. But on the other hand, suppose you had a product that could pay you a check every month that would pay your rent, your light bill, and your food bill. And, that, and you knew that money, you were never going to outlive that money. That might give you a lot of peace of mind and a lot of comfort, especially as, as, you, as you, the two of you I know, as you work in your practice and, as, and in your calling, that when you tell people to have a surplus and, and to build that surplus and so on, but isn't it comfortable to know that your basic essentials are taken care of? Right. And, and that's, that's what an annuity can do. That's what, for instance, that's a security check coming in every month. People love it. 
It's dependable. It's there every month. They know they're going to get it forever. Well, and that's what an annuity does too. You, you know, that payout can come in every month. The nice thing also is that it's, it, from a buying standpoint, it's a tax advantage accumulation tool also, Leo. So when you, you go back to your question, why do you buy? I mean, you can use it to accumulate income on a tax advantage basis and then pay it out later on. Just, that's just the thought. But the products are a tool that financial professionals use in helping people do income planning and to set up their affairs. And, it, and the thing is guaranteed flows, tax advantages, a variety of other benefits, there, that's powerful in terms of designing a protected, if you will, future-proofing proof, your income and your, uh, and your style of living. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yes, obviously, that's, all, that's something we're all after, right? We want to make sure we have that security uh, and the consistent income, especially as we get to that age where either we choose not to work or we, we want some of our uh, income coming from a stable, secure, consistent, guaranteed way so that if something does happen to us, we have that, that, uh, that uh, confidence that we're going to be okay. Yeah, and, and Leah, when you compare that to a younger individual, as you talk to younger folks, I know man, if you talk to an, uh, an individual who is uh, 25 or 30, one way they might future-proof their income is to make sure they have disability insurance or income protection. So if something happens to them at a young age, their, their, their household, their family, their dependents have that income coming in to fund college need, living costs, and retirement savings. So younger people, if you will, future-proof their income using disability and income protection products. But for older individuals, the annuity fits in very nicely and helps them future-proof that longevity that they, they just don't know how long they're going to live, right? I wish we all knew, right? It would change our <laughs> perspective, wouldn't it? That's right. So I'm interested in the major positives and then the major negatives. Like what are the things that you would say, this is a great reason, a great value to have an annuity, but what are the, what are the difficulties as well? Let's look at some of those. Yeah. And David, you have to have both. You know, you always look at both sides. I think on the positive side, the fixed products can offer higher returns than what you're going to see available from a lot of fixed income options today based on how the insurance companies invest their size, their ability to secure investment. So today, there are certain products have a significant rate advantage over bank products and other fixed income options. Again, they provide an option for guaranteed lifetime income. From a positive standpoint, there are a variety of payout options. We can't go into all of them today, but let me just tell you, most annuity contracts as part of the base contract come with seven to 10 different payout options, flexibility, depending on how you want to take the payments and when. Tax deferred accumulation is important with these products, and that's uh, going back to our earlier comments, it's going to become more important because if, you, if we get higher current income tax rates, that means the savings that you have, you're going to have to pay higher current taxes. So if you can shelter that in a tax-deferred product, that's a big advantage for you. A lot of the products come with principal protection, the fixed products. So again, that $100,000, David, in your example earlier, you're, that's not, it's there for you. It's not, there's not subject to loss, if you will, on that. Typically for all products, 100% of your, your, the money you put into the contract goes to work to generate interest. And today there are more and more contract options and riders that are there. So David, the negatives that you find, these many of the products come with fees and charges. And what I tell people is you need to understand them before you buy any product. Don't buy, you know, don't purchase that product without understanding the fees. We've mentioned and talked about restricted access to cash. A key negative is these products don't have capital gains tax treatment. 
Congress said, we're going to give you tax deferral, but we're not going to give you capital gains treatment. So any income you get from an annuity contract, you have to pay tax at ordinary rates. And then there are also certain other restrictions that Congress have put in about getting access to the money prior to older ages, prior to, prior to age 59 and a half. There are some penalties that are in place. And they are complex. Annuities are complex. And that's why you have to deal with a qualified financial professional to sell it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And I think that's interesting that they're not they're not taxed at the capital gains rates, but you do get that deferral. So it gets really specific of how and where you would use an annuity in your overall financial planning. I mean, obviously the restricted access to cash, you said earlier, you can access cash out of it, but there's some restrictions. So it, it just requires you to think through, I'm not gonna touch this money for a long time, or I'm gonna set a date when I plan to touch this money and it, and it will likely be further out. Uh, I Even like you said, before 59 and a half, you know, there's some limitations in there where you're saying, this is really intended for retirement. It's really intended for down the road. And, and so we're talking specifically about either retirement planning and, and then even a subset of retirement planning. It's the fixed portion of income that you want to have to make sure you have a baseline of income. And so I think that's really interesting because if somebody buys an annuity that is 20 today and is thinking, oh, I'm going to do something by age 40, I think that's really uh it causes you to think differently about how that money will work. Obviously, there's benefits over, you know, working with a bank and doing a savings account. You could get a higher interest rate. That's a big benefit. So it's important to be able to look at all of those. Okay, so um, I'm now thinking through this idea uh, again of where would somebody go to, to get an annuity and how would they begin this conversation? What information would they need to have? Where would they purchase it? How, how easy is it to purchase? You know, I go to the bank and open up an account. I got to give a lot of information. Um, I can open up, you know, other accounts. There's other things that are difficult to get access to. So tell me about the purchase process. Sure. And I'll try to streamline for this, make this as simple for you as I can. You can buy annuities at a lot of different places today, David. You can buy them from in independent insurance agents. You can buy them at your, your, uh, uh, at your bank. You can buy them from broker dealers, investment advisors, financial planners, and also a growing number of places on the internet where you can buy annuity products on a direct basis. So there are a number of what I'll call different outlets that are there. Each one of these outlets, before they sell you an annuity, has to do fact-finding and has to get to know you they have to understand your financial situation. They'll typically take an inventory or have you fill out a form to give them the information they need to help make a recommendation to you for what annuity might be the best for you or the fact that annuity is not, not suitable and something you should not buy. So the buying process, a lot of different outlets, an information gathering process. Each individual entity will have a different form or different way they approach it. The information is similar. They're gonna to wanna to know your tax rate, your savings, your sources of income, what your overall objectives and goals are. So they're going to do what's best to make the right product recommendation for you to make sure that's a suitable product for you to purchase. And uh, they'll work through that with you in a good way. The, the buying process is easy. The nice thing about an annuity is it's not underwritten. It's not something you have to qualify for. It's not like a life insurance policy where that you have to go in and take a look at your health and to go through and take health questions. So it's, it's a product that pretty much you apply for and get. But there are, if you will, there typically is a set of documentation that's taken by the agents. 
and taken by the agents and taken by the companies to make sure that it's the product is is appropriate for you. Well, Harry, that was um, really great information. We probably could talk about this for another episode, um, but uh, just in the interest of time, would you do just a quick overview, kind of summarize our session for today, and then let people know where they can go to get more information, how to purchase the book, and all of that. All right, great, Leo. Yeah, fundamentally, again, annuities are an insurance product. They're a tool that your audience, individuals in your audience can use to create protected lifetime income to help them fund their lifetime spending. They are not for everyone, but if you take some time to understand them and investigate them, you might find you've got a building block that you can use, a solid building block in your income planning. So you're, for your folks today, if they want to learn more about annuities, you can just go to financialverse.com slash annuity, financialverse.com slash annuity. You can see uh, exactly what is in my new book. And the book walks the individual through the history of annuities, all the things we talked about in much greater detail today, pluses, minuses, ins and outs, and, and then helps them gather the information they need and feel comfortable enough to go talk to a financial professional to see whether or not they should buy one. That's great. Harry, you're always a wealth of knowledge and information. We are so grateful uh, that you came on and talked about this uh, topic. This is really a, a tool that I, ha I had really honestly don't have a lot of information or I haven't had a lot of knowledge on. And so I appreciate that you, one, you wrote this book, uh, that you've gone to the depth and, uh, of helping people to understand it because I do believe that it does have some functions. One of the things that we uh, consistently talk about is having that diversity in your investments and making sure that you're buying the products and, and investing in the areas that are going to give you the best return and the most protection. And this sounds like one of those things that would be beneficial for some um, as guaranteed income and, and just create that security. And of course, the regulation and the fact that these are not uh, – investments that would potentially just, you know, gone, um, you know, there's, there's a huge amount of safety there with these because of the way they're managed, the way they're regulated and the way that you can purchase them. So thank you for taking the time to, to help us to understand it better. It's my pleasure to, to be with you and to share this information. And uh, hopefully your audience can learn more about the products and see if they're appropriate for them. Sounds good. Well, Harry, we're going to point people to uh, financialverse.com where they can find out more about what you're doing, all the different uh, tools and resources, and of course, books that you've written. Folks, we just encourage you to go to this website. Harry has some great tools on here uh, that will continue to help you learn and become educated in this area of finances. Uh, this is a passion for him as it is for us, and we hope that you'll take advantage of these great resources that he's put out. Well, Harry, again, thanks for being with us today. We uh, look forward to the next time. I know you got some more books and more resources coming out, so uh, let us know when that happens, and we'll have you back on. All right. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate being with you today. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, that it was beneficial to you. If you did, we would love if you would subscribe to our podcast, either on Apple Podcast or any other podcast app that you're using currently. And if you like what you're hearing, please rate and leave us a review so that more people will find getting money right and benefit from this content. Don't forget to visit thefinancialverse.com where you can find out everything that Harry's doing, all the great content uh, that he's continuing to produce and the education, the financial education he's providing through that website. You will find that it's of great value and we really encourage you to go there. To gain access to this podcast show notes, find financial tools and other relevant content, visit leosabo.com where you'll find me and everything I'm up to. And also go to stewardshippastors.com. That's where David hangs out. 
He is writing a book, Jesus on Money. Make sure you check that out. And then if you're interested in biblical financial stewardship and teaching others how to do it, David is focused on doing that and helping pastors and church leaders to do that. So check out stewardshippastors.com. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to having you join us next time so that together we, we can, can keep, keep getting, getting money right. Younger people, if you will, future-proof their income using disability and income protection products. But for older individuals, the annuity fits in very nicely and helps them future-proof that longevity that they, they just don't know how long they're going to live, right? I wish we all knew, right? Mm -hmm.